गुरु चरण सरोज रज निज मन मुकुर सुधारी बरनऊ रघुबर बिमल जसू जो दायक फल चारी बुंतिहीन तनु जानिके सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मुही हर हु कलेश बिकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपीस तिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अंजनी पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर बिक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवारी सुमति के संगी कंचन बरन बिराज सुबेसा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केसा हाथ बज्र औ ध्वजा बिराजे कांधे मूंज जने साजे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप महाजग बंदन विद्यावान गुणी अति चातुर राम काज करिबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी सही दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर संहारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लाए सजी वन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हरषि उर लाए रघुपति की नी बहुत बड़ाई तुम मम प्रिय भरत ही संभाई सहस बदन तुम रोज गावे अस कही श्रीपति कंठ लगावे सन का दिक ब्रह्मादि मुनीसा नारद सारद सहित अहिसा जम कुबेर दिग पाल जहाते कभी को बिद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्रीव ही की राम मिलाय राजपत दीना तुम्हरो भद्र विभीषण भाना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जुग सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलियोता ही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु बुद्रिका बेली मुख बाही जल थी लागी कहे अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुभरे तेते राम दुआरे तुब रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बिनु पैसारे सब सुकलहे तुम्हारी शरणा तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपद तेज सभारो आपे तीनों लोक हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे ना से रोग
हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम बचन ध्यान जोलावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिन के काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारों जुग प्रताप तुम्हारा है प्रसिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु सत्य के तुम रखवारे असुर ने कदन राम दुलारे अष्ट से दिनो निधि के दाता अस पर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुम्हरे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुम्हरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे अंत काल रघुबरपुर जाई जहाँ जन्म हरि भक्त कहाई और देवता चित्त धर ही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख कर ही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुबिरे हनुमत बल बीरा जय 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 हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ कर कोई छूट ही बद्धि बहा सुख होई जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा होए सिद्ध साखी गौरी सा तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नात हृदय बहडेरा पवतरे संकट हरन बगल मूरती रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय उमापति महादेव की जय बोलो रे भाई सब सतन की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान हनुमान जी की महिमा जितनी सोचो उतनी कब है उनसे बड़ा कोई भक्त नहीं है देर इज नो डेवोटी आई थिंक हु इज ग्रेटर देन देर हनुमान जी In fact, he is considered one of the gopis in Vrindavan. And when we are reading this Harubad Chalisa, we are trying to ask him to give us ekagrita, focus, so that we can bring our entire being into thinking and talking about the Lord. It's very difficult, isn't it? We have thousand and one things to do, but. Hanuman ji was also not sitting idle right although yes he devoted his entire life life to ram kaam but he was also vyast but in spite of being busy in spite of having a lot to do he always had his mind fixed on the lord that is the beauty of it all no matter what the task in our hand no matter what we are doing no matter whom we are with no matter what the situation our heart should forever be connected to the lord 
and that is the true test when no matter what is happening around you you are always established in the lord and that was that was actually shri hanuman and that were the gopis that were the cowherd that were the cowherd boys also the gopis they were very simple village people nothing much they had no gyan no not too much of a knowledge but they had the love for lord and when you love somebody it happens right no matter what you are doing you are always connected and you are always thinking about that person so the objective is not to understand him the objective is to develop a love for him love so divine that no matter what our attention our focus does not sway away from him faith so strong that no matter what we do not crumble and in vrindavan this faith has been established it is said that when pralambasur was destroyed right when they destroyed pralambasur what is pralamb if you actually take the literal meaning of pralamb is pralamb a tall demon like our problems could be very very tall the situation could be very very grief pralamb and it is being extended all the time it is never ending problems or never ending situation a tall tall demon for which balram ji had to gather his entire existence and his entire being to fight we can say that those tall demons we can say okay the problems of the world but i think they are very trivial when we start thinking about the vasnas and the sanskars that we carry with us i think those are the tallest problems that we have because they are imprints from various births from an animal birth from an insect birth from a plant birth from our previous births these are imprints ab in imprints ko kaise hatai suppose as we talked about last time when there are like you know grievances right when there are uh, suppose uh, when the river flows right so that river bed there is a channel when there are multiple channels and if you pour water the water is going to flow through those channels only isn't it it is not going to go here and there so if we keep pouring water just sufficient that the channels are full nothing will happen so what is needed a flood of love we need to flood we need to flood the channels so much that they stop following the path that has been prescribed the imprints get dissolved there should be a flood of love for the lord i would not use the word devotee over here because becoming a devotee is the ultimate stage if we look at ramayan maybe in the next session i have the ramayan with me also today in ramayan when the description of a lot of different 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 like the sages the tapasvis the gyanis was happening it was said that in thousands and hundreds of those people there will be only one devotee that is the ultimate state of devotion so we will just concentrate on being the children of god and just trying to start and loving him starting to love him so when we pour that ultimate gush of love then we would not be following the imprints anymore right we would just flow and that is the only thing that can be done because the past imprints we cannot remove we can just flood them so that the flow is not determined by them and that is what pralambasur is and that is what the gopis the gwalbas have been able to achieve so much faith they have actually surrendered totally 
that now they are not governed by their previous vasanas and sanskars vasanas and sanskars are simply those imprints which have been imprinted on us birth by birth and now they are not governed by it anymore it is very difficult the ultimate breaking of the shackle happens when we are able to break through break free from our vasanas it's very very difficult but it is possible first what was needed the first thing was the fire demon destroyed all the poison right all the negative that is present was destroyed then there was a battle the vasanas were destroyed but tell me one thing once the vasanas are destroyed or once we have just flooded the vasanas we are not following that channel anymore can we just relax and sit back and say okay, okay the work is done no if we sit back after the demon pralambasur has been destroyed what happens is the fire starts again because these indriyas are always reaching out for the sense objects so as we saw after pralambasur was destroyed the fire started again right when the calves the cows what are the cows our indriyas got trapped in the sense enjoyment once again and at that time quickly enough they were able to call the lord to help free them from the shackles so even after the vasanas are gone have you seen realized souls who have attained whatever has to be attained according to us they don't stop their practices they don't stop their sadhana they don't stop their kirtan because they know it just takes a minute to fall again so is it is will it ever come to an end when will this journey end when will we be able to stop there is no stopping now once you start if you have that in mind that yes i have started now i will not stop that is when you will reach the one who stops falls down again and these three stories of fire first destroying the negative second fighting with the vasanas where the lord and atmabal and atmagyan together work towards eliminating all the vasanas and third is when you become complacent again the fire comes back so all these three elements are clearly telling us yes working against the vasanas is possible yes destroying your negativity and the vices is possible but make sure that you don't stop your sadhana make sure you don't stop your hari kirtan make sure no matter what don't get trapped again in the sense objects it is very clearly being narrated and when all this has happened just imagine the state of a person who has even had the glimpse of the lord the glimpse of the love of the lord how would the state mental state be there won't be any heat there there won't be any agony there there would be only joy because the shower of the grace has started happening and that is when in the 20th chapter of the dasam skand they start talking about ritus they are talking about the weather two weathers they have talked about one is the rainy season two seasons and one is the autumn season today we are going to look at the rainy season we all know what happens when rain comes right suddenly the mountains and you know everything has been cleared off the dust it is nice and beautiful we feel so elated when it is raining isn't it when it happens over here only we can see the trees have become green again the grass is green the buildings are clean you know we feel there is a different sense of joy when there is external rain also it is a life giving force that kind of a rain 
of grace has started happening on all the people of Vrindavan because now they have come to realize that Shri Krishna and Balram are the two foremost gods who have been sent to Vrij. That conviction, that faith, that surrender has happened and now there is rain, rain of grace, rain of bliss. The rainy season has started. And when the rainy season has started, the description is so amazing. It is so beautiful, so green. Yamuna is flowing. The You know, the greenery is beyond words. The grass has grown. And even then, Shri Krishna with his flute, after this we'll do the Venu Geet. It is even more beautiful. Shri Krishna with his flute and his friends has entered the jungles. The calves are grazing. The cows, it is said that the there, you know, they are really full with milk. And when they see Shri Krishna, they run towards him and the nectar, the milk is dripping on the grass. So much of love. It happens, right? When a mother has just had a baby and when she's feeding her child, right? At times, even when the child is away, the mother thinks about the child, what happens? We have all experienced it. The milk starts gushing out because of the love the mother feels for the child. Isn't it? So that is what is happening to the cows also. And the milk is dripping. Nectar-like milk is dripping when they are rushing towards the Lord. And the gopas, they are overjoyed. They are circling the Lord totally in focus with the Lord. They are not even thinking about anything else. Itna zyada prem towards the Lord. And all the devas, are showering flower. What are the devas that they talk about again and again? The shower of flowers start happening. All our indriyas are governed by various, various devtas. We have done it in the initial part of Bhagavatam. If it is needed, we'll repeat it in the next session. So each indri, be it the eye, be it the mind, be it the heart, be it the organs, all the karma indris and the jnana indris are governed by one devta each. Be it Ashwini Kumar, Indra, Brahma, all the devas are providing to the indriyas, to the sense organs, the necessary elements for them to turn inwards. See, our, these devas can become very dangerous also. When these devas residing on all our indris, they do not want us to reach towards the Lord. They will distract us. But right now, because... The Vasnas have been curbed to a great extent. Even the Devs have become Anukul. So they are also providing the Indriyas, the necessary about necessary, we can say the necessary things for them to turn inwards towards the Lord. Because mostly our Indriyas, our eyes, our nose, our ears, all are outward bound, isn't it? Now the Devas are encouraging them to go inward. The cows go, right? When we say go, they are our Indriyas. Go, that is why I said a go kul. All these things, go, 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 go are an indication of the Indriyas and they are running towards the Lord. The cows are running towards the Lord with so much of love that the Indriyas are moving inwards. There is no outward attraction left. And Balramji is there. Shri Krishna is there. They are dancing. They are just so joyous that I think words are not enough to explain the divine bliss that saint or that sage or that enlightened soul must be going through. That is why when this kind of a realization happens, 
मोस्ट ऑफ देम दे बिकम क्वाइट कि कैसे समझाए वी ऑल हैव टू एक्सपीरियंस इट आर सेल्फ ऑल दे कैन से इज ऐसा हो सकता है हाउ डू यू नो बिकॉज आई हैव एक्सपीरियंसड इट दैट इज ऑल अनलेस इन अटिल द अदर पर्सन एक्सपीरियंस इज इट इट वोट हैपन इट दे वोट नो द ब्लिस एंड दिस इज द ब्यूटी ऑफ वृंदावन राइट नाउ द बर्ड्स द प्लांट्स आर बेंट ओवर विथ फ्रूट्स ऑन दैम वेन डज अ पर्सन गेट बेंड ओवर वेन ही बिकम्स हम्बल राइट ऑल द प्लांट्स आर बेंट ओवर ऑल द बर्ड्स एंड द बीज आर सराउंडिंग द ब्यूटिफुल यमुना देर इज पीस एंड ब्लिस एंड देर इज रेन द ब्यूटिफुल सीजन रेन कहते हैं ना बरखा बहार आई रस की फुहार लाई वेन इट इज रेनिंग देर इज लाइफ वॉट इज रेन रेन इज द लाइफ गिविंग सोर्स इज इट इट सो इन बोथ रामायण इन द रामचरित्र मानस एंड इन भागवत दिस इज द रामचरित्र मानस बोथ प्लेसेस देर इज अ ब्यूटिफुल डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ दिस रेनी सीजन इन रामायण इन किशकिंदा कांड right in ramcharitra manas in kishkinda kand when sugreev has been given the throne sugreev right has been given the throne and shri ram is waiting for the rainy season to get over before he can go and look for ma sita at that time shri ram is sitting and because the rainy season has started he starts talking about the rain right he talks to lakshman and he starts describing the rainy season there is a beautiful analogy in a way it could be the summary of what we have learned so far so he sit he sits down there and he says look the beautiful rainy season has started in kishkinda kand where sugreev has been crowned already vali has been destroyed ram ji is there next waiting for sugreev waiting for the rainy season to get over so that they can go and look for ma sita the beauty of this is only when all the negativity is destroyed will the contentment take place in your heart right when the desires are no more then only will you become contented and full and when does the shower of nectar happen the shower of nectar happens only when there are no desires left and this is being described by ram ji to lakshman and in the same way over here in the same way you can hear me right there is no problem no glitch yeah in the same way over here in bhagwat after pralambasur has been destroyed the description of rain and autumn has come and in the description of rain and autumn they are just talking about analogies the beautiful analogy what we'll do is we'll start from the ramayan first what happens when the rain comes right this is where we are taking these details from kishkinda kand first what happens when the rain comes the peacocks start dancing doesn't it happen we have seen the peacocks spreads now for for a while right now become poets forget the gyan forget all the knowledge forget bhagwat forget ramayan just become poets because vedvyas ji valmiki ji even tulsi baba they were great poets all our scriptures can be sung so for now just forget everything 
put aside everything just imagine that you are in vrindavan it is raining you are with shri krishna and you are enjoying the weather and then comes out poetry from within you and when you see at a distance what do you see imagine now the peacock is dancing at the sight of the rain she has opened her entire it's so beautiful so colorful and all of them are dancing what comes to your mind when you see the peacocks does anything come to our mind when we see all the nature or we don't have time to look at the nature anymore how many times do we actually sit down and just look at the greenery look at the tree look at the ocean how many hours in a day in a week do we spend doing this are we connected to nature or we are not or we have forgotten it there is somebody who said i don't remember who but they said that we are also plants but we have just uprooted ourselves from the entire cosmos and we have just closed ourselves in these four walls from one four wall to another four wall we travel what about the nature without your slippers have you walked on the grass and just been there feeling it feeling the dew drops just put your legs in that ocean and the waves coming in and feel they speak they say they are gurus we do not need anything else if we can absorb all the knowledge from nature but what we do, what do we do we don't even let our skin breathe the clothes we wear are not breathable most of the time are we conscious about wearing breathable clothes no and then we say why are we falling ill because we are unable to absorb anything from the environment nowadays our focus has totally shifted we don't think that we can absorb from the air we don't think that just by holding on to a plant i can get energized we don't think just by dipping into a ocean my nourishment is complete why because we feel that we are not part of nature anymore the day we realize that we are nothing but nature the world would be a different place i would be a different me and you would be a different you and all our scriptures they do not move on without applauding the nature as a guru over here when they say the peacock is dancing and at the sight of the peacock what do they see he says over here tulsi baba he says i can imagine the householders having having a leaning towards dispassion all those householders who have a leaning towards dispassion who have a leaning towards god who have a leaning towards this divine knowledge they get jo- so overjoyous when a saint comes to their house when they meet a sage when they meet a learned man doesn't it happen a person who is inking towards dispassion it is just like rain isn't it oh ek sadhu aa gaya ghar mein how blessed am i just like the peacock feels so beautifully elated when it is raining and what happens then he talks about the lightning that is what happens right the lightning flashes and when the lightning flashes tulsi baba says the lightning have you seen how the lightning flashes sometimes from this cloud sometimes from that cloud it is not persistent and constant so over here he says it is like the friendship of a wild person it never stays the friendship of a world never stays kehte hai na ki sukh ke sab saathi dukh ka na koi very few mostly 
people will accompany you in your good times not many stick on during the bad times it is like the lightning in the cloud which does not stick to one cloud it goes from one cloud to another cloud everything is a passing phase that's why they say and the pouring the clouds are pouring now the clouds are close to the ground they have become very heavy and white and they are very down close to the ground and tulsi baba says or ram ji over here says it reminds me of a humble person who bends over when he walks because the clouds are full isn't it now they are full of rain water that is why they are coming closer and closer and closer to the ground just as a humble learned person moves lower and lower and lower his ego gets diminished and he becomes more and more humble so beautiful the mountains they are enduring the harsh shower now now the rain is lashing just imagine be there the rain is lashing over the mountains but it is like a sitting like a saint the mountains are sitting like a saint because no matter how much the people are taunting it does not matter to him kehte hai na katu vachan kaun sun sakta hai ek sant sun sakta hai aur kisi se katu vachan sune nahi jate ek bologe hum do wapas denge that is it na he said this to me i will give him back twice you know my attitude changes depending on the person's attitude why hum girgit thodi hai hum insaan hai शक्कर भी नहीं बदलती ऐसे जैसे इंसान बदलता है दू नो शुगर रिमेन्स स्वीट नो मैटर वॉट यू पुट इट इन वाई डू वी बिकम सो बेटर विद बेटर पीपल स्वीट विद स्वीट पीपल बेटर विद बेटर पीपल वेरी हम्बल विद पीपल सुपीरियर टू अस वेरी वेरी डिसरिस्पेक्टफुल टू पीपल लोअर टू अस नाउ द सेंट ओवर हियर इज वन इन स्पाइट ऑफ ऑल द लैशिंग nothing negative will come out of him he stands like a mountain tall when the rain lashes nothing happens to the mountain so only a saint can take back take all the taunts then he says now the rivers just imagine it's raining it's pouring and all the rivers are swelling up now and when the rivers swell up kya hota hai it breaks the banks it goes here it goes there now the flooding is happening and when they are talking about this they are describing it as the wealth of the wicked which does not know how which the wicked does not know how to use wealth in the hand of the wicked is the worst thing that can happen power in the hand of the wicked is the worst thing that can happen so it is just like the rain is lashing the rivers are swelling up and now they are flooding the banks they are flooding and they are going in all directions just like wicked will feel elated even with small fortune his wealth he has no control over his wealth it is used in the negative direction see over here when we talk about hanuman chalisa also the first thing we talk about is uh they say jo diye ha baranu ragubar bimal jasu jo dayaku falchari what are the four fruits they are talking about धर्म अर्थ काम मोक्ष वॉट इज अर्थ अर्थ इज वेल्थ वेल्थ इज नॉट बैड हाउ यू यूज योर वेल्थ डिफाइन्स वेदर इट बिकम्स बैड और गुड राइट वेल्थ इज नॉट कंसिडर्ड बैड इन आर स्क्रिप्चर्स सो वेन यू से ना फल चार फॉर धर्म पहले आप यू हैव टू नो वॉट इज धर्म इफ यू आर एबल टू अकम्पलिश एंड अंडरस्टैंड धर्म यू विल यूज योर अर्थ दैट इज वेल्थ फॉर वॉट धर्म अर्थ काम फॉर द डिजायर्स to have a better world for the betterment for other people and then you'll get moksha 
But if the understanding of dharma is not complete, the use of wealth will not be good. It will be used for your desires and moksha will be a far-fetched thing. So over here, it is fall only. It is nothing wrong. But it is how a wicked person would use it. So the wicked person, when a little bit of a success comes, it gets to his head and he starts dancing. And he does not know how to use his wealth. Now the water becomes turbid the moment it hits the ground. And that is why Tulsi Baba and Ramji say, be very careful about the company you keep. The water is pure when it is coming from upright. But the minute it touches the ground, it becomes dirty and murky depending on where it falls. Whether on the lotus or in the muddy puddle. Not only this, we are all pure till we are born. Why? Because till we are born, till we are in the womb, we remember. We are telling the Lord, please, 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 please get me out of here. All I will do is pray to you. But the minute we enter this world, what takes over? Maya takes over. Doesn't it? And the first thing we forget is the Lord. Like the rain is pure. We are also pure. But what happens? Forgetfulness takes over. The water coming from various directions gathers in a pool. Various directions. So over here they say, the gyan that is coming from various gurus will gather in the heart of a true person, of a person who wants to accomplish the divine. It says commendable virtues find their way into the heart of a noble soul. It will be coming from various directions, right? From here, here, and then it will get accomplished, you know, it will become like a puddle, like a pool in the heart of the one who really seeks. And what happens? The frogs. Don't we hear? When it is raining, the frogs start opening that thing. They go crock, 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 crock. Over here also and in Bhagavat also they say, it is like when the teacher comes, right? The perceptor or the guru, the chanting of Vedas can be heard. Ved, just imagine multiple, multiple students. That is what used to happen in our Ved Patshala, right? Children, all the brahmacharis, before, nowadays there is no brahmachari ashram. We have destroyed it. But before, they used to go to gurukuls. In the gurukulam, what would they do learn? Along with the material knowledge, all the knowledge of the Vedas were given. And Vedas and the scriptures are learned. The chanting is learned by repetition. Right? So the croaking of the frog is like students who are chanting the Ved in the Ved Patshala. So beautiful, isn't it? And think of it. The trees look green. Now the rain has come and the trees are green and cheerful. New leaves have sprouted. And how does that look? It looks like the mind. It looks like the mind of a spiritual seeker who has attained that divine. That rain is pouring that rain of knowledge has touched the heart of the spiritual seeker and his mind and soul have just blossomed. That is how it looks. And the old leaves have fallen. All the old leaves have fallen. Just as good governance, the plan of the wicked falls off. All the plan of the wicked people has fallen off just like the old leaves have fallen and be very mindful over here. Nowadays, we think that we cannot mix politics with spirituality. We cannot mix uh, corporate life with spirituality. All our scriptures will give the knowledge of governance also. All the sabhas that used to be there before had gurus sitting in it. 
Ram ji had Guru Vashisht and Vishwamitra. Every Krishna Bhagwan had his gurus. All the sages had a place in the council of the kings. Now the problem is that we feel that religion should be kept separate. There is no place for religion when it comes religion. There is no place for spirituality when it comes to governance or politics. And then we see what is happening nowadays, isn't it? It is very, very dangerous because we have we feel that these two are different things. No. Our life and spirituality is not different. The running the country and spirituality is not different. Working and spirituality is not different. Anything governed by spirituality will be good governance and the wicked will be thrown away. And then what happens? Dust cannot be found anywhere. Where will there be dust? The minute there is divine, there is no anger. There is no jealousy. There is no ego. Everything has been wiped off by this shower. And we have to assess ourselves. Is the dust gone? If we claim that the rain has happened, is the dust gone? Nahi, to abhi kaam baki hai. And the earth is rich with crops. It happens right after the rainy season. The, when we look at the fields, oh my God, they're beautiful. They're green and they're dancing in the wind. This is the wealth of the delightful, delightful wealth of a person who is generous. The earth shares, right? When it got rain, it grew crops. The crops are not for the earth to consume. It is for us. So that has been compared to wealth. Wealth of a person who learns and who knows how to share. A delightful wealth of the generous person. They are very careful with the world. So over here, wealth is not bad. The person could be a miser or generous. So the wealth is delightful when it is with a generous person. And the wealth is very, very miserable when it is with a miser. So when you look at the crops, it is like the wealth of a generous person. How beautiful. And this is like a check. All through we have been reading Bhagavad. We keep saying, right, Shastra, interest. Have we been able to implement this? Where is our wealth? Is our wealth in the hand of a generous person or a miser? Can we claim to be like the crops that the earth has given us or no? And the crops are protected by uprooting the weeds, isn't it? You keep uprooting the weeds. How, do, how does a farmer work? We can learn from him. We also have to keep uprooting all the vices from us, all the vanity, all the infatuation, all the pride. One by one, one by one, it has to be uprooted. How does he do? A farmer, when he's taking care of his crops, he's very careful, isn't it? One by one, he'll take out the weed. So one by one, we have to take out the weed. In the thick darkness of the night, fire flies glim. Now just imagine it is night, it is rainy, the dark clouds have covered the sky and hence you cannot see the stars and the planets. All you can see is the fireflies. And this is what happens in Kali Yuga, isn't it? This is what has happened. The beautiful knowledge of Sanatan Dharma and Vedas has been covered by dark clouds. It cannot be seen anymore. What can be seen? Only a little few glowworms here and there. Kuch pe nahi dikh raha fireflies but the planet and the divine knowledge has been concealed how sad and now the birds are no more to be seen just as the virtues disappear during the kali age when we start 
our cow it is right in bhagavat we have done the cow has four legs isn't it what is the first leg of the cow it is tapas right austerities then sochya cleanliness and the third leg is purity sochya purity and there is one more like compassion the third leg is compassion first is austerities second is cleanliness third is compassion so three legs have been cut off the last leg the cow is dangling with what is it truth that is also not there satya bacha hai kya ab hame satya ki paribhasha hi nahi pata hai for our benefit we might go to any extent to lie what kind of an example are we setting so this is what happens unfortunately all the virtuous birds because of the thundering and the storm they have suddenly disappeared just like virtue disappears with the dawn of kali age and then just like if rain falls on a stony surface or a barren land what will happen nothing will sprout out right nothing will sprout out in the same way no knowledge is reaching anybody and no love no divinity is coming out or the other way to look at it if you want a little bit of a positive outlook could be just like when the rain pours on a barren surface or on the stones nothing comes out no matter how much of the sense pleasures are shown to a devotee no desire for it can be generated no desire for it can be generated even if you put that devotee in the midst of all the sense pleasures nothing can be generated because he is barren finished kuch nahi bacha even the seeds of distress seeds of desires have been destroyed by him and now the earth is looking charming right just imagine rain the birds have come back it is looking so beautiful everything is green lush green flowers are blooming fruits everywhere the rivers are clean and they are flowing this is what happens when good governance is there under good governance the population the people the citizens are happy but how will the good governance come the good governance will come only when the people who govern abide by the knowledge of the scriptures and the vedas abide by the spiritual knowledge and have a giving nature but wo to hota hi nahi hai i do not know why we can actually divorce governance and politics from spirituality god only knows and now everything is so beautiful many travelers are sitting and stopping under the tree here and there it is equating tulsi baba and ram ji are equating it to the dawn of wisdom and when the dawn of wisdom happens what happens your senses your indriyas they become calmer and calmer and calmer isn't it dheere dheere lagega every sense every desire everything is becoming calmer there is an inner calm just like the travelers are just stopping and sitting down there is a calm within us and this calm can be reached only when our indriyas when our desires are satiated by what by that divine divine rain of wisdom
नहीं तो नहीं होगा दैट इज वाई दिस राइट मेक अ गोल मेनी पीपल थे कि कैसे होगा फर्स्ट सेट अ गोल वॉट इज योर गोल इफ योर गोल इज गॉड रियलाइजेशन सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन ओनली देन इट इज पॉसिबल टू वर्क ऑन आर इंद्रियज अदरवाइज इट इज नॉट इट इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट वाई वुड यू सेट एट वाई वुड यू गिव अप डिजायर्स देन वॉट इज द रीजन टू गिव अप डिजायर्स देन सो वंस वी सेट अ गोल स्लोली एंड स्टेडिली एज द विजडम डॉन्स ऑल आर इंद्रियज all our sense organs all the outward bond outward bound outward bond bound i think outward bound uh desires and outward bound endeavors are going to stop there won't be any endeavor nothing at all because now the work is happening within and the same analogy I think Shrimad Bhagwat Mahapuran was written before the Tulsi uh, Baba's Ramcharitra Manas, but the same analogy of these two seasons, rain and autumn. We are just talking about rain today. Next class we'll talk about autumn. Has been described by Tulsi Baba beautifully. He talks about this, this journey, this you know, this beautiful journey has just begun. when does the journey begin begin it is when it is effort a lot of effort is being put in or when the efforts end the journey begin, begins when all our efforts become effortless that is when we take the first step till we face the efforts of okay all the sadhanas the journey has not begun yet so now it is becoming effortless the sadhana is on but there is no effort anymore in doing what i am doing it is coming and it is happening naturally now the cleansing is complete when does it rain and when can you hold the rain when the bowl is clean right and if the bowl is not clean or the bowl is upside down can anything be retained no over here the rain starts the rain begins the wisdom starts seeping in only when the bowl is empty the bowl is clean the bowl is receptive it is not turned over the bowl is not leaking and that has been done by a lot of sadhna and now the rain has just started and over here he says that the dense dark clouds again who is describing over here ved vyas ji sukhdev shukdev ji and he is again saying the same thing there are 24 points he has made and all these points are very important dense dark clouds with lightning and thunder obscure the luminary skies luminaries in the sky what is happening again as we talked about it there are dense clouds right which have covered the sky and you cannot see anything beyond just like we all our three gunas what are this sattva rajas and tamas has covered that gunatit that i am who are we we are that gunatit right we are beyond the gunas we are that divine just like we cannot see the sky we cannot see the clouds we because of the clouds we cannot see the sky in the same way because of all the three gunas sattva rajas and tamas which are covering us what is sattva sattva is the lightning rajas is like the heavy dark clouds and tamas are also the clouds which are covering the entire set and because of these three gunas we are unable to see our true divine nature which is there is the sky not there 
when the clouds cover the sky? Are the planets not there and the stars not there when the sky is dense and dark? It is there. And it is reassuring to know that yes, we are. Unfortunately, we have to get rid of sattva, rajas and tamas. You will say, why sattva? We have discussed it many times. There is no space for sattva sattva also because it is also one kind of a state, one kind of a conditioning. And then he goes on. So this imagine, again, it's cloudy, it's dark. Then he says, when the opportune time is in the form of monsoon came, the sun god began to release the wealth. What happens? Very simply, they are saying that all through they have been absorbing, right? When there is no rain, what happens? The water is being absorbed by them, right? And then comes the rainy season. And when the rainy season comes, what happens? He gives all the water again. You know, the rain comes, it floods down, it comes and it is returned. Just like a righteous monarch, again, just like a righteous monarch returns to all what he has taken in the form of tax. But then for that, you have to have a rightful monarch, right? And we'll say, no, if you go on, there are there is a beautiful uh, book written by Prabhupada also, which is based on only chapter 22. Only chapter 22. And over here, we will say that the monarchs are not rightful. The rulers, the politicians, everything. Why are they not rightful? Go to the bottom of the cause, right? What is the cause? The cause is us, our ignorance. We cannot change what is happening. Is it true? No. We can change everything that is happening starting from our house. Are we imparting this great divine knowledge to the future generation? Are we equipped ourselves with that great divine knowledge? And then we say rightful things are not happening at the top because rightful things are not being fed in their mind from the very beginning. Same way, Tulsi Baba also addressed this over here. Ved Vyasji is also addressing this. Very simply that yes, everything will be right when the seeds are sown at a very initial stage. We cannot actually divorce ourselves from our scriptures and lead a rightful life. Righteous life. Not possible. Now they say huge clouds endowed with lightning and perceiving the heat of the world. Now just imagine, huge clouds are there and they realize that everybody is so desperate for rain. It is so hot and the water needs to pour down now. The, the clouds are very compassionate. They decide to pour. And over here, they are describing it like the compassion of a person who looks at the plight of the miserable and is willing to lay down his own life. Doesn't that happen to the clouds? When they pour down the rain, the clouds are no more. Isn't it? Look at it. So beautiful. Clouds don't remain after the rain. The clouds disappear. So they are comparing it to the compassionate heart of a person who is observing other people's plight. And he decides to give and sacrifice himself for the betterment and the delight of the world. That is true compassion. Compassion is not just talking about it. Compassion is getting up and doing something about it. And I don't think we can say that we do not have the power to do anything. It is false. We all have the ability and the power to do something to make this world a better place. The problem is 
We do not want to become like the clouds. We do not want to be eliminated. So if the cloud becomes so stingy and selfish, what will happen to us? If the cloud decides not to rain, if the cloud says, no, I cannot give up my existence, what will happen to us? We are exactly behaving the way we do not want the clouds to behave. And then, shrunk through the summer, right? Now the suddenly, because during the summer there is no water, now the rain has started. So all the trees have become plump and nice again. Just like the body of a man engaged in austerities, right? For a certain selfish end. We do a lot of austerities for selfish ends, right? What many a times, I want this, I want that. For that, I'll be Mangalwar ka fast, fast Budhwar ka fast. To get a good, good husband also, there is a fast. All our scriptures and gurus, they mock it. So they say, the body of a man engaged in austerities, performed for attaining some selfish end, grows again when he gets his desired result. Right? Again, but... Why are they comparing it to this? Because see, the result won't last. Just like the rainy season won't last. So if you have been doing austerities for temporary gains, just like the rainy season is going to go away, soon all your austerities will become zero. The fruits that you wanted are also not going to last eventually. That is going to get over. And what will happen? You will face the heat once more. The summer, the dry summers are going to come. So it's a temporary phase. Very beautifully they are telling you. Now again, the fireflies and not the planets. So over here again they are indicating just like in the previous verse they said the fireflies are visible but the planets are not because of the dark clouds. The great divine knowledge of the Ved has been blocked and contaminated with clouds born of sin and ignorance. From the very beginning of our child, uh, childhood, we have been reading only. We have been studying only. What are we reading and what are we studying? Where is the knowledge of the Ved gone? The first knowledge that was given to a child used to be of the Vedas. Used to be of the scriptures. Uske baad mein the material knowledge was given to him. After the Brahmachari was established... In Vedas and Purans and scriptures and Upanishads, only then was he allowed to enter the Grihastha Ashram. And we have discussed this in the Solaha Sanskar. The 16 Sanskars, first few Sanskars may, it is the study of Vedas mentioned. But no. Now what happens? Momentary joys ke piche. What are we teaching? What knowledge are we giving? We have forgot the planets, we have forgot the stars, we are giving ourselves only the knowledge from the fireflies and of the fireflies. The great divine knowledge is lost, covered behind the clouds of ignorance and sin. And then they suddenly, the same analogy which was used in Ramcharitramanas, the frogs. When they hear the sound of the frogs, when the rain has come, they just remember the chanting of the Vedas. It is always said, right? Three time repetition happens. The Guru will chant, then one, one, okay, one, one. Continuous repetition. The knowledge was given like that. So he says that I can listen to the recitation of the Vedas as soon as the teacher comes. When the frogs are croaking. Now small streams that were gradually drying up, right? During the summers, there's no rain. The streams are drying up. 
suddenly overflow they overflow same analogy was given in ramcharitramanas and what was the analogy the bodily resources and the material riches of a man who has no self control flows into this wrong channel again and again self control we have no self control and the gurus can see it the scriptures are crying foul they are saying kya kar rahe ho everything is being given everything has been shown to you if you have everything in a platter but you are not able to direct it in the right direction where it is needed how sad because although the rain has come you know the water is flooded but it is being the water has come the rivers are flowing but they are overflowing and they are causing more destruction how sad so over here they say yes you all have resources we all have been blessed but where are our resources being used just like there is no self control in the stream there is no self control on our desires and then what happens it goes in wrong channels and we all know what are wrong channels and what are right channels by now now the earth has blossomed now this is beautiful green with insects of various colors and shades just like the army they describe the army wearing various different uniforms even now we can see right different different cadre different different uniforms and he is describing now see look at the opulence of a kingdom where the army is standing there strong with different different uniforms ready to sacrifice themselves for the betterment of the people fields with wealth of crops offer delight to the cultivator and agony to the rich aisa nahi hota kya now over here they are talking about when the farmland suddenly there is a lot of uh, crops and everything the farmers are very rich but there are certain people who are not they are indicating towards them but if we can take it towards ourselves also doesn't it happen many a times that when we look at other people's fortune we wonder why we are not so fortunate hota na dekh parai chopdi kyu lalchaye ji rukhi sukhi khaye ke thanda pani pi when we look at kehte na dusre ki chupdi hui roti dekh ke hamara ji kyu lalchata hai jab tumhare paas mein chupdi hui roti nahi hai koi baat nahi rukhi roti khao aur pani piyo aur khush raho very simply why burn your heart looking at other people's wealth god has given you what you rightfully deserve and not only this it is all destined कहते ना होनहार भावी प्रबल बिलकी कहे मुनिनाथ हानि लाभ जीवन मलन मरण यश अपयश विधियात इट इज ऑल डिस्टेंड इट इज ऑल रिटर्न सब अपना अपना कर्मों का भोग रहे व्हाई शुड आई गेट वरिड व्हेन देयर इज ग्रीनरी एंड क्रॉप्स आर देयर द कल्टीवेटर्स आर हैप्पी व्हाई शुड एनीबॉडी एल्स गेट एगनाइज्ड व्हाई शुड आई गेट एगनाइज्ड लुकिंग एट अदर पीपल्स गुड फॉर्च्यून अ वेरी डायरेक्ट थिंग दैट इज बीइंग सेड टू ऑल ऑफ अस डोंट बॉदर we are getting what we rightfully deserve based on what we have previously done he is getting what he rightfully deserves based on what he has previously done why should there be any jealousy whatsoever and why should there be a desire to have what the other person has and this starts very early on he has it so i want it he has it so i want it we don't it is you don't even destroy it when it starts at a very young age we encourage it acha tere dost ke paas pe tujhe bhi dila deta hu kyu 
why this kind of a comparison is actually encouraged us and others why so he's saying leave it no when the crops have come the farmers rejoice why should the rich get envy why should the rich get envious of it so this is very important why become envious and why even crave for something that other person has mind your own business live your own life be happy for others and all inhabitants of the land and water assume a winning form by the use of the rain water isn't it and over here the beautiful description of a devotee has been given just like a devotee becomes divine by the worship of shri hari in the same way when the rain comes the flowers bloom the animals are happy they have been nourished and the nourishment of the bhakti is equally the same a devotee gets nourished when he is worshiping his lord there is no that is the ultimate form of nourishment that the that is the ultimate form of joy and united with the river just imagine the ocean that were already rough become more turbulent now in this there are two analogies once the turbulent river turbulent ocean the river merges into the ocean it becomes more turbulent just like the mind of an immature yogi becomes more turbulent when brought in contact with the sense objects we always say right ki no 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 why should we bother it is all right you know there is a twig and there is a bark a big trunk okay so when a twig is floating on water if somebody holds the twig what will happen just imagine there's a flood a twig and a big trunk is there if you touch the twig you will also fall the twig will also sink right the twig cannot save you but when there is a bark floating no sorry when there is a big trunk floating big 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 one and then you lean over it neither will it sink nor will you sink however we have to be honest to ourselves am i a trunk or a twig if i am a twig it is not time to mingle right now for a seeker no it is very clear see our scriptures are very honest they are not going to cajole words to suit our liking a true seeker cannot mingle why if you mix milk into water what will happen can you separate the milk from water no but if the milk is turned into yogurt and then you know a lot of churning happens it turns into butter there is a beautiful analogy there also once the butter has been formed and then you throw the butter into water what will happen it will not mix but now it is for us to understand whether we are milk or butter and till we are milk dur to rehna hi padega na sadhak ko hamesha kehte hain asang kehte hain na asango hum asango hum because you would not realize when the drifting happens and everything is lost all the sadhana is gone just like the mind of an immature yogi becomes more turbulent when brought in contact with the sense objects consciously it has to be taken away till that milk becomes butter now beaten and the other analogy can be very beautifully said that just like river merges into the ocean the river overflows the ocean does not overflow the river is turbulent the ocean remains just like a elated 
योगी हु हैज़ एक्चुअली अकम्पलिश्ड उसमें फिर कुछ भी डाल दो नो मैटर वेयर यू पुट हिम नो मैटर विच लग्जरी यू गिव हिम ही वोट गेट टेम्पटेड एंड ऑल दिस इज फॉर आर सेल्फ एनालिसिस इफ वी आर ट्रू सीकरस इफ वी आर इफ आर गोल इज सेट ऑन द लॉर्ड दैट इज द मीनिंग ऑफ इफ आर गोल इज सेट ऑन सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन इफ आर गोल इज सेट बिकॉज एज वी ऑलवेज से रहे दीज आर नॉट मॉरल एजुकेशन लेसन वट एवर गुड इज हैपनिंग टू अस इज अ बाई प्रोडक्ट वट एवर गुड थिंग्स आर हैपनिंग टू आर नेचर वट एवर चेंज इज हैपनिंग इज अ बाई प्रोडक्ट इट इज नॉट द मेन ऑब्जेक्टिव द मेन ऑब्जेक्टिव इज गॉड रियलाइजेशन सो इफ गॉड रियलाइजेशन इज योर ऑब्जेक्टिव then this assessment has to be done by ourselves where to sit where not to sit what to eat what not to eat where to go where what not where not to go and we have to know whether we are twigs or we have become into a big trunk now beaten with the volley of rains mountain did not feel the least bit agitated same overwhelmed by calamities the mind of those which is fixed on shri vishnu does not get the least bit agitated just like the mountains are standing over there right no matter how much now it depends on what the mountain is made of if the mountain is strong and rocky nothing will happen to the mountain but it is the mountain is made of mud then the landslides happen isn't it but look at this mountain it is strong standing there no matter what no matter how strong the lashing no matter how strong the storm adik khada hai nothing is happening it is just like the mind of a true devotee no matter how big the calamity no matter how big the problem he does not sway there is no lament there is no desire there is no need for asking from the lord because the faith is strong what is the faith strong in the faith is strong in the belief that my lord has everything in control everything that is happening is for my good only and when he talks about good it is talking about spiritual upliftment not the material good so that is why overwhelmed by calamities material world may people might think oh so many calamities are happening many people ask right oh he was such a big devotee then why did he get cancer but where is the correlation such a big devotee and see he has nothing to eat where is the correlation it is a wrong correlation you are comparing material gains and refuting the spiritual gains that are happening that is why a devotee dances at the face of calamities because he knows that my cleansing is happening the lord is testing me and right now i'm going to show him no matter what you do my faith still remains and so just like the lashing of the rain does not do anything to the mountain no matter how many calamities come the faith of a devotee does not shake now the next analogy overgrown by grass and remaining untrodden for a long time the tracks become doubtful indeed isn't it the tracks were there till there was no rain no problem but once the rain have come the grass is there everywhere the tracks are lost what is lost to us right now think about it the text like the ved are lost to us right now it has been very unfortunate because many a times initially they were blocked they were blocked it is says over here they mention the text like vedas which are not properly studied by the studied by the brahmanas and are not consigned to oblivion by force of time because of 
and we have seen this degradation happening right initially this knowledge was not readily available to everybody whatever was being said would be taught as per their wish it was concealed it was taken away and that is why the demise has happened so much today but now what is stopping us there is no hindrance there is no hindrance from us from touching up the scriptures anymore the beauty is all the scriptures are available in all possible languages why is it that our mind does not go to pick up a granth and read it for ourselves what stops us it is as simple as it can be made so initially when the rain was there the paths were lost right just like the vedas and all the scriptures were blocked from us now nobody is blocking it it is readily available the knowledge why is it that we don't read it anymore why don't we how many of us have the detailed geeta or the detailed bhagavat or the detailed ramayan or the detailed upanishad in our house when we have space for so many other things why don't we have space for our own scriptures when we we can spend hours and hours watching tv or reading novels why can't we just pick up our scriptures and read it what is stopping us so it is saying overwhelmed over here the texts like vedas which are not properly studied are totally lost but in the you know by the force of time and that is what has happened now flashes of lightning did not bear consistency to the clouds again and again they are saying be very careful the same thing that uh, tulsi baba says when you look at the lightning it's striking from here from this cloud from that cloud this is sansar sansar will never stay with you the while are not loyal towards their friends simply again sukhe sab saathi dukhe na koi to fir jab sukha hi sabko saath dena hai dukh mein koi aake khada nahi hone wala hai to sukha samay barbaad kyu kare hum who is going to be with us all the time the lord right but who do we forget the first the lord during our good times we compromise on him the first koi aa gaya to thakur ji ke liye time nahi hai kahi jana hai to thakur ji ke liye time nahi hai why so he saying lightning this world is nothing but that lightning which will flow from one cloud then another then another it is not going to stay by you neither the world nor the people and in the sky shone the rainbow without a string and what is this rainbow it is that attributeless brahman which is there beyond the three gunas which is shining there this this he is shining there he's always there again and again they are saying see you are that gunatid brahman he is there in you the clouds of darkness are just taking you away the gunas are keeping you away from your true nature this lightning is being compared this rainbow is being compared to that attributeless brahman gunatit avastha of ours which we all can reach and look at the irony right the clouds have covered the moon the second analogy they give the clouds have covered the moon and the moon is giving the light so that the clouds can be seen isn't it because of the light of the moon the clouds can be seen but the clouds have totally covered the moon and the moon is not seen doesn't it remind us of ourselves it says the jiva 
embodied by the ego sense, which is illumined by its own light. We are illumining everything, yet we are unable to see ourselves. What an irony, isn't it? Where is this from? Who gives the eyes to the eyes? Who gives the power to the eyes? Ask yourself sometimes, how can I see? How can I hear? How can I move? How am I working? Who is enabling all this? Who is giving this power? Me, right? That one thing. And this realization when it happens is a very strong realization. This is known as, and if we can hold on to it, we can become Ramana Maharishi also. This is known and it happens to all of us. It is known as the Shamshan Vairagya. When somebody dies, we talk big, big things. We become big Vairagis because we realize that something that was illumining this body is not there anymore. That, that, what is it? What is it? That one thing is being hidden. That one thing is giving light to our ego and our senses. But we have forgotten that one thing. And that is us. And this Vairagya comes very often. When we see somebody, our beloved, lying there, motionless, when death has come, and then we realize that something that was there, something that was mine, is not there anymore, and that is not the body. There was something behind the body, within the body, that was giving energy, that was giving light. The problem is, we don't even hold on to the Shamshan Vairagya. Kete na? If there is a beautiful uh, quote that I was reading, if the people who die would have realized how quickly they are forgotten after their death, they would not have invested so much time on the others while they were living. Socho. Kitni jaldi hum bhul ke aage nikal jate. All through our lives, if we remember that before we know, kehte hai na, koi do ghadi roega, कोई चार घड़ी रोएगा कोई पांच घड़ी रोएगा मां थोड़ा ज्यादा रो लेगी पर एवरीबॉडी मूव्स ऑन व्हेन एवरीबॉडी इज गोइंग टू मूव ऑन आफ्टर माय डेथ व्हाई एम आई हैंगिंग ऑन टू देम ड्यूरिंग माय लाइफ मैं मेरा जीवन सार्थक क्यों ना कर लूं उलझते रहते हैं हम वी अगेन ही दे विल टॉक अबाउट इट एंड देन व्हेन यू रियलाइज दिस यू डांस लाइक अ पीकॉक व्हेन यू सी अ सेंट राइट कि आ a householder who is feeling agonized and disgusted by the world feels so elated and joyous when he sees a saint just like a peacock starts dancing when it sees the rain but for that we have to realize unfortunately we don't realize that nothing is going to stay because god has given us everything we feel life is good right and we can give him up but just imagine when the weather's change we see when we are when we are living over here also we see birds come and after the summer seasons are starting to come now thode din mein hi the birds are going to fly away what if a bird decides to stay during the heat of this place if the bird decides to stay what will happen to the bird thinking that see everything is so beautiful right now the weather is so nice the water is so much this is a you know this is heaven on earth so i am not going to migrate i am going to stay here only and then the sun will come the heat will come the temperatures will soar what will happen to that bird the bird will die 
that is the same thing that is happening to us because everything has been given on a platter we are not thinking about the future not future of this life future of our lives ahead we do not realize that the journey is not ending here there are many many more births to take and we do not know what the future unfolds and thus the householder who has realized kehte hai na the agony and the disgust of the world he gets elated in the company of the enlightened souls and then the trees he goes on trees got rejuvenated again and blossomed in the form of leaves and fruits just like the ascetic you know a sage a tapasvi gets emancipated and the fatigue of all the austerities are gone as soon as he gets enlightened bahut tapasya karni padti hai just like all the trees they have to face the various seasons before they reach the rainy season that is the same condition of a sadhak a lot of calamities have to be faced before the shower of rain happens but the point is are we willing to go through that cycle to reach the rain and yes when the rain comes the fatigue will end the body will become robust again with enlightenment but is there the patience there now the cranes over here they describe the cranes just like we describe describe the birds the cranes keep living in the lake whose brinks are murky and full of thorns murky and full of thorns wo crane wahi pe khadi hai ek pair pe just like the householder whose mind is devoted to pleasure remains in their house distracted in the duties that is our condition right murky hai it is dirty but we are so engrossed we are standing in the same filth because we are so lured by sense pleasures we are totally distracted we have totally been distracted and from what we had come to earth for we get so distracted hum wohi karte 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 khatam ho jate there is a reason why we came here the reason was spiritual upliftment but what happens to us there are so many beautiful distraction isn't it some distractions are given by birth some distractions are we give birth to them some distractions we buy some distractions we go to we get so engulfed in distractions just like a crane is standing at the brink of murky waters full of thorn thorns yet it does not want to fly away it has the ability it has the wings we have the ability we have the wings but we do not want to fly away why the distractions are so beautiful the pleasures that we have in our home the temporary pleasures they are distracting us all the so called duties are distracting us right think about it we'll say what do you mean hum nahi kare karne ka kisi ne mana nahi kara par aapka uddeshya kya hai usko to mat bhulo and there are many things that we don't even have to do unfortunately there are certain duties that we have to fulfill there are certain things that we do not have to do unnecessarily we take on to them why because it is pleasurable right for prayers we forget shreyas for pleasure we forget the supreme path it's ironical isn't it while indra poured down water and the path got destroyed and the dams got breached 
and the kali yoga the path of virtue chalked out by the vedas gets destroyed there is a path that has been chalked out by the vedas right there is a path that has been chalked out by the scriptures simple path hai it is not that it is not mentioned ब्रह्मचारी आश्रम कैसे रहना है गृहस्थ आश्रम कैसे रहना है वानप्रस्थ आश्रम कैसे रहना है सन्यास आश्रम आपको लेना है ऑल द पार्ट्स हैव बीन चॉक्ड आउट व्हाट इज राइट एंड रॉन्ग इन द ब्रह्मचारी आश्रम हैज बीन मेंशनड व्हाट इज राइट एंड रॉन्ग वी हैव डिस्कस्ड गृहस्थ आश्रम का तो सो मेनी टाइम्स एज व्हाट इज द ड्यूटी ऑफ अ गृहस्थ देन हाउ द गृहस्थ हैज टू मूव आउट इनिशियली इट यूज टू बी फिफ्टी ईयर्स नाउ आई डोंट नो आई थिंक फिफ्टी ईयर्स इज अ टाइम एन यू स्टार्ट मूविंग टूवर्ड्स वानप्रस्थ आश्रम when your responsibilities towards your children has ended and then take sanyas but the kaliyog this is kaliyog right so the path that has been chalked out by the vedas has been destroyed and then when somebody asks us we say no there are no clear rules of what should be done where in our scriptures kisne bola i think there cannot be any clearer rules in any other scripture so clear crystal clear one by one it has been mentioned but unfortunately just like indra indra kya hai and we know right indra the sense pleasures overpowered destroyed all the dams all the canals flooding is happening everything has been destroyed now there is no path we are aimlessly moving around this life precious human birth aimlessly you know totally destroyed and diminished into animal like living i think animals also live a better life than we do driven by wind clouds now pour down nectar in the form of rain again they bring a very important point over here they say rulers of men directed by the brahmanas conferred from time to time desired boon on those who sought it rulers of the men are directed by whom the knower brahm what is what is a brahmin brahmin is not by birth right brahmin is by action the knower of that divine brahman is a brahmin the rulers listen to whom the knower of that divine and then they act and when they act like that everybody is going to be happy but now who listens to the knowers of the brahmin brahman nobody and then what will happen chaos of course and then we cry foul kiski galti so our scriptures are very beautifully telling us this is just a summary of what all we have learned so far basically and they have given us analogy so now when we look at the weather when we look at the rainy season when we look at nature we can actually start learning from them they can be reminders to us of what we are supposed to do what we are not supposed to do and beautifully 24 points have been given describing the rainy season by vedvyas ji such a beautiful poetry he has written every and it is one verse and the analogy one verse and the analogy one verse and the analogy what a comparison jaise kehte hai na there was a beautiful poet who says ram ke you know he said ram ke mukh jaisa sirf ram ka mukh hai because usko kisi se compare nahi kiya ja sakta that is also poetry right so our scriptures are very poetic in nature and how beautifully they have summarized all the learning that we have done so far and presented it in front of us 
in a manner that no matter how we look when we look outside because they know ki baith ke prabhu ko to ye dekhne se rahe to koi baat nahi you look at nature and learn what does the mountain teach you what does the river teach you what does the rain teach you what does the cloud teach you seekho anything that connects us to the lord it could be nature also right and how beautifully sometimes they cajoled us sometimes they rebuked us and very clearly they told us that spirituality cannot be divorced it has to be a part of each and everything we do from our household to the governance and when that is lost chaos that we see right now all around us happens jai shri krishna any questions any doubts any thoughts nothing and with this thought and with this beautiful analogy of the rainy season very thought provoking indeed we will end the session shri krishna govind hare murari हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारी हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेव ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय 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 राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की राम लक्ष्मण जान की जय बोलो हनुमान की जय बोलो हनुमान की जय बोलो हनुमान की बोलो बजरंग बली की जय जय श्री राम जय श्री कृष्ण जय हनुमान जय हनुमान जय हनुमान